Hello and welcome to the iBug Buzz conference call for November 23rd. I'm your host, Kenny, and uh, this is a Q&A where we talk about iPhone, iPad, iOS, and Apple Watch. This call is being recorded, so please uh, mute yourself if you're not speaking uh, to better have a better recording. And how to mute yourself? On the PC, it's Alt-A, <clears throat> so that's for the PC. And if you're on a Mac, it's Command-Shift-A. For the iPhone, the mute is on the bottom left corner. And for the iPad, it's at the top middle. So that's how you'd mute. Also, uh, we don't recognize the, the hand raising. So if you have a comment or a question, just kind of wait for a break in the action and say your name and wait to be called on by one of the hosts, either myself, Kenny, or Sonia. Also, um, uh, just um, try not to dominate the call and answer every question, give other people maybe a chance to, to answer a question or have a comment. And um, that'd be pretty good. All righty. Um, uh, welcome, everybody, and we'll get it started by announcing who we are and where we're from. I'll get it started first. This is Kenny from Missouri. It might be muted there, so you might have to unmute. Harry Hogan, San Antonio. This is Isaac A. Bear in Temple, Texas, and we also have Shelby from Baytown, Texas. This is Herbie in Houston. This is Mark Payot Jean Malloy in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. This is Susan from Houston. Dana from Ohio. Hello, everybody. This is Roy from Fort Worth. Chanel in Houston. All right, welcome. Ethan Olson. Welcome. All right. Welcome, everybody. <clears throat> and Michael. Mm -hmm. um, Michael in Houston. Oh, there he is. Eva in Missouri City. Okay. Susan from Houston. All right. Welcome. Okay. This is Sandia from Houston. Freddie from Galveston County. All right, welcome. welcome. Anybody else? All right, well, welcome everybody. And Michael uh, has a few announcements. Take it away, Michael. Okay, thanks, Kenny. Yeah, we've got uh, several things coming up here this coming week. Uh, let's see, starting out tomorrow evening, we have our Training for Mac users or want to be Mac users. That's our iBug Mac and Talk hosted by Chanel Allen, who's on this call tonight also. And uh, that starts at 7 p.m. Central Time and uh, on this very same Zoom line. In fact, all of our training session, iBug training sessions are on the same Zoom line. So join uh, Chanel tomorrow evening. Uh, then we have on Wednesday, 
no, not Wednesday, on Friday, Friday night, we have our regular iBug night at the virtual movies. And that uh, you can come in starting at 7.30 p.m. for our pre-movie social. And then the movie will start around eight o'clock. And then afterwards, we stick around and have a uh, short discussion of the movie. So we'd love for you to join us then too. Uh, then Saturday, this Saturday afternoon at 2 p.m., we have our iBug Apple Workshop. And that meeting will have uh, several demos, uh, various third-party demos. Maybe I can't remember if we're having any built-in app demos, features. And then uh, also features Apple news rumors for the past month. So again, that same, the same Zoom line, and that'll be this Saturday at 2 p.m. Central Time. Uh, then we'll be back here next Monday. So that'll round out the week. And you can find out more about any of these meetings and others that we have going on, uh, as well as not, in addition to the training sessions, you can find out about our social events on our website, ibugtoday.org. Also, we have a Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash ibugtoday. And that's a good place where you can post questions in between these Monday night calls to get help get some help there. Uh, you can follow us on both Twitter and Instagram and the handle there is at iBug today to keep up with what else is going on in the world of iBug. So that's our basic announcements and I'm going to turn it, well, let me, one more thing I guess I should throw out there. Uh, we have one week left, anybody that uh, has some particular talents, singing, playing instruments, telling jokes, storytelling, that kind of thing. And uh, we've got an ongoing talent search and that will end uh, next Monday, November 30th. And so we're looking for people to actually be a part of our holiday social that'll be on December 20th. And so if you'd like to be a part of that, uh, just submit a recording of your talent and uh, you can also find all the rules for that on our uh, ibugtoday.org website. So with that, I'm going to now turn it back over to Kenny. Thank you, Michael. And um, for the talent show, I have a talent I can sing, just not very well. So maybe I might enter, maybe. All right. Um, is there any first-time callers, any new callers out there that didn't get a chance to announce themselves? Or maybe that you announced yourselves, but you're a first-time caller. Yeah, it's, um, well, I called before, but uh, this is Suva from Houston. Um, but I was in the movies a um, couple of times. Well, welcome. And uh, how did you hear about um, the iBug I bug Buzz? How did you hear about this Monday Night Call? Well, I essentially found it uh, from the website. Um, but uh, first, I heard you guys from uh, the exhibits. 
I think it's uh, the NFB, I think. And then also, I think there was another exhibit in Houston uh, at the University of Houston. So it's been a couple of years now. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome. And uh, pretty cool. What uh, iOS devices do you have? Uh, currently using an 8 Plus. All right. It's awesome phone. All right. Well, welcome, Suba. Sure. All righty. Um, this is a Q&A. Um, so does anybody have any questions? Jim from PA. Oh, welcome, Jim. What's your Thank comment you. or question? Two. Um, first, the new Apple subscription plans that they have come out with or announced, um, are they worth getting? And also, is the latest version of the iPad mini that's out? Uh, is there a new one coming out? Uh, the Apple One subscriptions you must be talking about. Um, that's part of your question. I don't know if they're worth getting. Um, you know, there's several different versions. The that was one I was looking at getting that, but it ha I think it has Apple TV Plus, the music. And the video games, their, their game subscription service, if they would change that to the news, uh, I would definitely get that. But uh, on the iCloud, um, and I, I think that's up for 15, and they have other ones. Um, Apple is uh, really trying to, you know, turn their company into a subscription-based company. Uh, yes, they make hardware and software, but they want to be known for subscriptions. And generate that residual income every month or year, however you pay. And um, uh, a lot of people, if you really like the exercising, um, will probably go for that $30 plan and has like, you know, everything but the kitchen sink. Um, I'm hoping they uh, maybe you would have one for the, with the Apple TV Plus, and switch out the games for the news, and I, I'd buy that. I think it's fifteen, but I don't know if they'd raise the price. Um, currently, for what I use it for, um, I just pay for their fifty gig Apple um, iCloud subscription, and, and really, I don't pay for their music. So, um, but uh, we'll wait and see. I don't know if it's worth it. You know, dollar for dollar, uh, 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 people that are getting it, they're not, you know, really saving. You know, they've said, I bought the $30 plan and I'm not saving the money or any money, but I'm getting everything and I can't wait for the exercise uh, stuff to come out. So that's what they're waiting for. And uh, as far as the iPad mini, uh, don't know if a new one's coming out. They, Apple has not announced anything on that. And you think if one was to come out, they might announce it. Uh, during their iPad and they did not and I don't know the latest version of that um, the iPad mini 
seems to have the least upgrade cycle for some reason. Uh, they'll, they'll come up with a new one all of a sudden, and um, you know, time will fly by, and they'll still have that original one. And then all of a sudden, they might come up with another one. So there's no not, nothing that I've heard pointing to a new iPad Mini. And uh, right now, they seem to be focusing on the um, least expensive iPad, which is geared like. Uh, for education and college or high school and all that, as well as their new iPad Air, which is a higher-end iPad. And, of course, they released their newest iPad Pro last March. Um, so uh, a lot of people are speculating a refresh of their iPad Pro, but, you know, only Apple knows or People at Apple knows when it's going to come out. Um, and I've, um, um, you know, we'll have to wait and see what their subscription base has. And, and uh, but Apple's looking to basically rake in the subscriptions. Um, hope that answered your question uh, there, Jim. All right, who else has a question or comment? This is Eva. All right, go ahead, Eva. Um, I have a question about, um, you know, now that I've been, I have this new treadmill since, what, a month and a half ago. And I noticed that if you, you start walking and you use one device, it won't show up on the other devices. So is there a way to make it show up cross device or do you have to just use one specific device for it to show, to show your steps? And, and this is for your treadmill? Um, yeah, or I have an older iPhone and then a newer iPhone. And so I'm trying to let see the steps on both devices and it won't show it. So like, oh, let's say you walk so many steps in one device, and then you have the other one and you might go walking in the mall somewhere and the other one, it won't add those two up. And you have the same OS on both of those? Yeah. Oh, that is weird. Um, the oh i don't know if this will work but the only suggestion i, I do you have an apple watch no uh, yeah yet. i would i would almost say <laughs> that'd be the solution to get the apple okay, watch okay i gotta talk to it, santa claus <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it might um show up on both um i'm not for, <laughs> sh right. not for sure on that yeah i have two devices as well and and so i'll walk you know like maybe ten thousand steps and there's oh you walk ten thousand steps um, and this is with the activities app, how I register that. And then I'll look on the other device and it hadn't registered nothing in months. Yeah, I, I you know. see? Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, the, the, the Apple has to do a little more syncing, you know, kind of mm -hmm. throw more of that stuff to the cloud and, and, and get it to sync. More continuity is what they need. And, okay. Uh, you, think, you, you think with 14.2, they would have it nailed down yeah you think i just didn't know if i was the only one with that trouble no or not. no okay. it's uh, I, I, and i'm not even I'm on 14 on these devices they have the uh, 13 6 and I, I just was looking and noticed that and i was like oh man I, I walked with this device the other day and, and it's, it says i haven't walked in like september or something like that so <laughs> okay I, I think both of these um would you know geared to get information from the watches and um, that's why you're not seeing the 
Oh, okay. uh, that, that'd be my guess. You know, I could be wrong, but that'd be my guess would be the Apple Watch would be the component that you're missing. I'm not telling you to buy an Apple Watch, but <laughs> I be, it's my belief that if you bought the watch, synced it up, it, it would have your, you know, hopefully it would have your syncing on both devices. You, you, your watch would gauge everything and then you'd go to device A and it'd say, you want 15,000 steps. And then you'd pick up device B and it would also say you want 15,000 steps. Mm -hmm. So, but that, 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 that'd be my guess. I, there's so many things Apple could do better and they choose to do it the hard way. Right. And so, okay. And, but yeah, that'd be my guess. All right. Um, this is Roy. All right. Go ahead, Roy. Eva, I was wondering, you know, if you go into settings to where your name is to iCloud and then you have a list of apps. Have you gone there to make sure that app is synced to the iCloud? Um, yeah, it's the health app. So it's a standard app that's mm -hmm. on all devices. I mean. But, but wouldn't that be an on-off thing in iCloud as well, like all the other apps? Uh, maybe. I'll have to check that. Okay, thanks. Oh, sure. Yeah, usually by default it'd be it'd be synced to the it's cloud. It's on, and would, yeah. And and they would warn you. They'd be like, "Oh, this, you know." I think they're both to... on because I get device. Yeah. I mean, I get you know. This shows me my steps for each single one individually. Yeah. So I don't know. Weird. Oh, okay. I got. You. I just thought about that. Yeah, because I see steps for one device if I walk with that one and I in the other, but like I said, it won't add them up. Yeah, yeah, my guess it would be the, the Apple Watch would be the music because yeah. the iPhone, they have a gyroscope, they have this, they have that, they have so many things in the iPhones. Even the older iPhones mm -hmm. will still have that stuff. And, okay. And, you know, I, I, I don't get the sync up either, but I, I bet you if I had the watch, it would all of a sudden sync up and say, oh, right. we see you. You, you walk two miles, three miles. So, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'll have to ask Santa Claus for a new watch too and see if okay. my theory is right. Let's see if he'll get us one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Who else has a comment or a question? This is Dana. All right. Hello, Dana. Hi. Uh, yeah, I was just wondering. Uh, That's kind of dumb. But um, uh, there are no dumb questions. I've asked the most silliest <laughs> questions and got the most greatest answers. Um, I was I was just curious, what is the difference between Bluetooth earbuds and AirPods? All right. Um, one of the main differences is with the AirPods, Apple wants you to have a total great experience. And so when you pair, say if I had five devices, five iPhones, five iPads, whatever, and I paired it with one, um, it would work with that one. And then say if I kind of, maybe I went away and got to this other device and turned on Bluetooth, it would, should automatically jump to that other device. So I wouldn't have to pair it with that other device. That's oh. Apple saving your your pairing information to from your AirPods to the cloud. And that's how they're able to do that. That's their Apple magic. With oh. other Bluetooth uh, headsets such as Bose and, uh, you know, take your pick. Um, 
a Sennheiser and all the other cool ones, they might not necessarily do that, save your information to the cloud. So what you okay. have to kind of do is pair them each individually. Um, so if I had five devices and I wanted them to work with each of them, I'd have to e go into Bluetooth, uh, make my headset in pairing mode, find the thing, double tap on it, and it's paired and do this do it four more times. Then they're all paired. And, and then if I switch back to some AirPods, it'll automatically jump to that. And then I want to use, say, Sennheiser. It might not automatically jump to that. I might have to go to the Bluetooth again, turn it on, you know, it's still on. Find the Sennheiser, double tap on that, and it jumps to that. So oh, that's, the, that's the main difference between just a, you know, name brand headset versus the Apple stuff. Apple wants their stuff to be seamless, easy to use. Um, you can pick up, you know, any device and it just jumps on it and it's great and, and uh, you're good to go. Okay. Thank you. I've always wondered what, what, what the difference is. I, I have some Bluetooth earbuds and I, I always wondered what, what ear, AirPods were. So <laughs> thank you for explaining. Yeah, yeah the, the AirPods, they're nice and they have now several different models. And uh, a lot of, I, I, I've never heard of people just saying, you know, I bought these nice AirPods and I don't like them and I like these better. You know, hardly everyone ever says that. Um, now there are people that prefer maybe some different style wearing instead of in the ear, maybe over the ear or right. resting on the ear canal, different kinds or even yeah. conducting. Uh, so that's their personal preference. But, right. But I, okay. you know, a lot of people, a lot of people like them, a lot of people buy them and everyone says they sound great unless they lose one. Right. Um, so, um, and people have lost them. I think New York, they've made a, they got a special vacuum to vacuum up all the AirPods people have dropped in the, below the tracks or in the tracks. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people have lost them. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, this sir. Is, this is Chanel. All right, go ahead, Chanel. Just a real quick related. Um, the AirPods are, so some Bluetooth earbuds that you can get, like, have still maybe have wires going in between the, the earpieces. Um, the AirPods don't. Um, but there are other, there are other Bluetooth earbuds out there that, you know, also don't have the wires, but most of them do. Um, and yeah, like Kenny said, but I think the, the, the difference, I guess, mainly what I'm talking about is kind of physical. I think the Apple AirPods are definitely more compact than most other Bluetooth earbuds. And like Kenny said, they all sync in the cloud or the Apple AirPods sync in the cloud. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, oh. uh, the uh, Bluetooth earbuds I have, they have a loop that go over the top of your ears so they wouldn't fall out of my ears or off of the ear or however you want to say it. But yeah, thanks for both your descriptions. Yep. Uh, Susan? All right, go ahead, Susan. Yeah, a uh, different question. Um, <clears throat> 
this is about texting. Um, I had an experience like this morning, and it's it always happens. If someone sends me a text message, I can easily get to it on my iPhone. But when I go into messages on my iPad, there is no messages at all. And my devices are all synced together. So I was wondering if anyone knows uh, if there's a way to fix it or, or what. Like this morning, a friend of mine sent me a text message with some information that we were working on. And, uh, you know, he said, you know, just go into messages. And so I kept doing it on, on my iPad, but it was empty, absolutely nothing. But on my iPhone, it came in immediately. So is there a way to fix that? That is a great question. And I'm gonna ask if anybody else might know the answer to this. Anybody in the audience? Um, basically, Susan can read and respond to and get her messages on her iPhone, but when she goes to her iPad, or it, it, she looks around it and then she can't find a single message. Um, so how might she fix this? Oh, this is Suva. Um, so, All right, go ahead, Suva. So um, I was under the impression it was linked to your um, cell network, your SIM card. So whichever device is your SIM card is, uh, you know, inserted to, that's the one that's going to get your um, messages. Um, the only other way that I could think about transferring is through AirDrop. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah, not with, not with text messages when you're texting someone. All right. Okay. Let me make Suva. Let me um, just explain. Um, you're right on the SIM card with the text message. That is very correct. Mm -hmm. um, however, with the iOS stuff, they got another platform called iMessage, and that uses the internet, and so. What that, what that means is if I send an iMessage out and say if I had like a few devices and I send an iMessage out to say Herbie and he has say three devices with iMessage on it, you know, iPad, iPhone, and maybe his watch, he, he, he will get that message on all his devices. This is Herbie. Oh, okay. All right. I was just going to explain that. Go ahead, Herbie. Um, so first of all, just to, a slight um, thing I want to point out, uh, the message forwarding actually applies to text messages as well as iMessages. I think it just started with iMessages. And then thanks to the um, cloud syncing a couple years ago, you definitely get the full benefits with text messaging. Um, the thing setting I would check is make sure in the messages... And, and just to explain, I think your name was Sova a little bit more. So, you know, basically, you know, you can actually get your messages in the cloud. And so you can sync up with iPhone, iPad, Macs, Apple Watches. I don't know about Apple TV. Um, so that bypasses the need for a SIM card, which is good because there actually are um, um, uh, iPads that are Wi-Fi only. So... 
but I would check the messages in the um, settings and make sure that the message forwarding to all devices is turned on. That's the one thing I would check. Okay, it's, it's for, forwarding, like forwarding a message? Yes. Oh, and... okay. So like if you sent me a text message right now, it show up on my phone, but not on messages on my iPad. And that's, and if I go into settings, I still look for messages forwarding. Yes. And there's something that'll be in there. Um, I can't think of it at the top of my head. I'd know it if I'm looking for it, like, you know, send to all devices. Um, so there's something in the, along those lines and make sure that is turned on. And there could also be. Uh, make sure it's also turned on in your iPad as well. So I would check both devices. This is Shelby. All right, go ahead, Shelby. Thank you, Herb. So my, um, when I was um, when back when I had my iPad, do you have your phone number? Is okay. So on on your phone, it has uh, is it listed on your phone as your phone number? Now you can also have it have your iMessage link. To your phone number on your iPad without cellular networks. Now, do you have that, or is it, is it linked to your email, your Apple ID email? Because you can you can add, you put your phone number as your um. If it's if it's synced, you should be able to have your phone number. Um, have it linked to your phone number. I I don't know, and as for iMessage. Yes, you can do I, that for iMessage too. I, I don't really know about what iMessages is. I don't know what the letter I stands for for messages. So I don't. Uh -huh. I, so I don't. I don't. It's use just it for your, your phone. Huh? So an iMessage is basically the text messaging. So it's instead of saying um, text message now. iMessages are can be sent between iPhone, iPad, and iPod. Mm -hmm. So it's the iOS messaging system. And um, now this this will not work for people that you're texting with an Android. This only works for iPhone users. <clears throat> so right. um, and you can you can have the option to have it you know, on your iPad, you can have it set to your phone number. Or your Apple yeah. ID email address. Right. This is yeah. Go ahead, Herbie. Just real quick. Right, so I ahead, just I, I, I wanted to make sure I actually knew what I was talking about. So I did go into the messages app under settings, and it's definitely called text messaging forwarding. And like in my case, it says one device because mine's synced up with um, my Mac. But um, so it should say like text message forwarding and then it may say like one device it may say nothing given that your messages are not syncing on your ipad so that is the setting that i would check um all the other stuff would apply universally if it's already sent uh should apply universally if it's sent into the same account but the text messaging forwarding i think is the first thing i would check on okay uh, both uh, devices okay so this is settings and go to messages yep and and look for text messaging forward text and message make, forwarding yes and make okay. sure it's turned on on the uh, ipad and iphone yes okay that sounds uh, easy enough thanks uh, Appreciate uh, yeah. it. Um, susan i have one quick question when you get a message on your your phone 
and, and you hear a notification, does your iPad immediately make a noise as well? Or you, you get no sound or nothing like that? Yeah, it makes a noise. Um, and this is something else I really hate about text messages because I, I get an F when it comes to notifications because I, I don't know how to use notifications. I don't understand why text messages goes notifications or into text messages. It is like, it's, it's, it's just trying to figure out where it wants to go. Let you know. Well, it, it goes into messages, but it's just a pop-up letting you know you got something. Okay, yeah. I believe Chanel yes. had a comment. Okay. Oh, it was just a follow up. It um when you enable text message forwarding, it'll allow any messages to come through. But all up, all messages, um, including iMessages. So iMessages and texts from other device, texts from those random five digit numbers that you really don't want to get. <laughs> right. Okay. This is Herbie with one other thought related to the iPad and messages. Uh, all right. Um, Herbie, go ahead. Um, one thing I don't, I mean, okay, I'm not a big iPad user, but one thing I would be making use of to make sure I'm not missing anything within the messages app itself is the use of the containers rotor because you do have that split screen thing going on so that could also be potentially an issue um if you're not seeing anything so i would use the containers rotor um so that's another suggestion that i have so use it uh, uh after you get into messages yes and and the container what makes into one full screen instead of split? It kind of splits. It goes between different screens, like, um, you know, on settings. For instance, you know, like where I've really seen it used is on the settings and iPads. So yeah. you use, go to settings, you'll go to containers, you'll swipe down to the category. You, like you'll swipe right to the category you want. And then I think you swipe down and that takes you to the opposite screen where you'll see the information yes. for that category so just like mail it's the same just thing like in... mail yep so the mm -hmm. same concept may also apply to messages okay harvey well thank you very much you've been a big help all of y'all thanks and ha happy thanksgiving happy thanksgiving yep, you too all right who else has a comment or a question Um, this is Sonia. Oh, go ahead, Sonia. Yeah, I think Freddie had a comment early on. Freddie, you have another question? You get to ask your question. Uh, okay, I didn't hear Freddie. Sorry about that. Yeah, so no, earlier on he mentioned a question, so just giving him a chance to ask it. Maybe not yet. Okay. All right. This is Roy. All right, go ahead, Roy. I had a question about notes and files. Um, I shared a note with my wife, and now that she's accepted that invite through her messages, if I add it to my end, it shows up on her end or vice versa. But I also wanted to put a copy in files so I could look at it through iCloud on my computer. But the copy I sent to 
files doesn't update like the one between my phone and her phone, am I missing something? Or if I share a note to files, does it not update if I update the note? This is Herbie. All right, go ahead, Herbie. Are you talking about the notes option like that appear in like, you know, the mail accounts? No, I'm, I'm talking about the notes app on her phone. Okay. My theory is, is that what you're copying to iCloud is not the, an active, it's like a, it's a copy of the current file, but it's not like, um, it's not the live version of the file that would be updating, if that makes sense. Yeah, it showed up as a text file. That's kind of Right, but it can only copy what it's currently seeing on the thing, but it, I, it, my guess is whatever you copy it, you know, all that's the only thing that transfers over. Like it does not know how to create a path to that additional text file. That's so it, w it won't update. There's not a way to tell the one There's I sent Shelby the files. Go ahead, Shelby. All right, go ahead, Shelby. Okay, Roy. Um, when it comes when you're when it comes to the the um transferring that you're so you both have iOS phones, and do you have? Are you using a Mac computer or are you using um, Windows? Because if you're using Windows, you're, you might have to convert it into Microsoft Word file and then email it to yourself as a Word document, or you can email it to yourself as a note, and then, then you this can copy and paste. Do you think Word? it would update then? That's what I want is. That third oh, copy. Update. Update. I don't know if it would. This is her between our phones. It does. That's that's pretty neat. Um, all right, go ahead, Herbie. You know, my brain might actually be working now. It just occurred to me. Um, have you tried looking in iCloud Drive without actually copying anything? Have you looked in iCloud Drive under the Notes folder? Yeah, I did. You know, and I looked for pictures as well, and neither one of them's there, so they're not shared to my cloud, notes or pictures. Hmm. So, uh, so you can share it with your wife, but it's not sharing to the. Okay, interesting. There, yeah, this is Kenny. I would also look um, and see if your notes has access to the cloud or something. It does. I did. I oh, looked at all that. Okay. You know, okay if you guys okay. go to uh, files, you see your pictures folder and your notes folder. Yep. Do you? Okay, then I'm missing something. And like, so if you like on the computer, no matter which operating system, like there's, you know, the iCloud Drive folder. Um, it's an actual folder called iCloud Drive, and in there, there should be a folder called Notes. Nope, there's not. Not on mine. I've looked. So there's something yes. I need to turn on, obviously. Yep. Okay. Maybe files needs access to the internet or something. <laughs> okay, I'll poke around. I just wanted to see if anybody else had the same issue, but if you're seeing notes. I have a theory, but I have no idea because I don't. Um, so are you thinking notes just like in your iCloud email account or is it a shared email account that, because I wonder if notes that are only, um, cause Herbie asked about email accounts and Herbie, those notes and email, they're essential. You can still create notes, but that they belong to a different account. So would the, uh, the notes from other accounts besides iCloud, maybe not sync in iCloud. That's really convoluted. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry if that makes sense. 
Well, you know, I don't have anything to do with email and these notes. This is yeah, the note yeah, tab on it, the phone. Sounds like you. And I'm just sharing. Yeah. I'm sharing. Right, but notes the, are generally associated with particular account. Like yeah. there, you can have notes associated with your iCloud account. You can have notes associated with your Gmail account. Any account gotcha. you have added to the phone allows you to add note, whatever, check notes. Some most of the services allow that. I do understand what I, you're I saying this now. Is it, different. It, it, these these are the notes in my iCloud account. Okay. When I okay. go to the notes app, it says iCloud. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think this is I think these are different. The, the notes no. you're talking about in the emails is no, is no, no, no. They're they're the same. It's it's not an email note. It's when you add an account, um, you can choose different services besides email that you want with that account, including notes and right. calendar. And right. they all the notes all sync up in the notes app. But anyway, well, maybe that was just a distraction. Well, I don't know. <laughs> when I figure out what I'm missing for for my notes to show up in files, I'll let you know. Because yeah, that's they're not that's there. I'm sure of that. All right, this is Sonia. All right, just, go ahead, Sonia. Just a reminder, everybody. Please, if you're not speaking, stay on mute. We're getting some background noise. Okay, thank you. Okay. Oh, okay. This is Freddie. All right, go ahead, Freddie. My question is, um, uh, how do I bring out bring up the um, undo um, command? Can I use that in in any um, anywhere on my phone besides the email? Um, this is Roy. Okay, that's okay. Go ahead, Roy. Are you talking about shaking your phone? Radically to undo. That's how I undo things. No, the there's a command where you can bring back um, like uh, uh, email that you've deleted. Oh, okay, I don't know. I just shake my phone really aggressively, and it'll undo the last thing I did. All right. Does this anybody else have a? All right, go ahead, David. Well, I don't know if this applies to the iPhone or Mac, but I know on, on Windows it's, it's uh, Control Z, so it might be like Command Z, as in Zebra. Who will undo the last um, action you took or last thing you deleted? Or I would think they would have a similar command in the uh, Apple world. <clears throat> That's a pretty common thing. This is Herbie. But I also, one more thing I wanted to say about the notes. Um, I checked my uh, iCloud account. I don't see the actual notes as like a folder in there. But when I go to my notes app, it says there's like 40 something at, uh, saved to iCloud drive. So it looks like you have to access them through the notes interface. You can't just go into files and see them and open them that way. If they're, I guess they're hidden in a way <clears throat> until you go into the app. So that may uh, may uh, clear up that confusion or whatever that is why you don't see the notes actually on the file structure in the files app. All right. Okay, David. Uh, thank you, David. David. All right, go ahead, Herbie. 
Um, so David and everybody, to answer your question in the, at least in the Mac, I don't know if this applies to the iPhone, but it would be command Z if you're using a keyboard to undo something. So, um, to answer that question though, if you're using a touch screen, I, maybe the shake to undo feature might work to bring back an email. Um, I have that turned off because I found it to be problematic, um, cause it would, so I, I couldn't tell you for sure because I, I found that feature. This is Sonia. Oh, All right, go ahead, Sonia. I can quickly demo that. Um, so we can, uh, if, if that's okay, we'll quickly oh, yes, uh, awesome. delete. An, we're going to delete an email, and then we're going to bring it back with the shaking vigorously. What was that the word, Roy? I forgot. Reversely, I forgot. Okay, well, anyway, let's try it, Roy. Undo button. Okay, so. Vigorously. Okay, let's Doc, see here. Mail, Open mail, and mail, then undo button. Undo cancel. Okay, button. let's try this from the beginning. Unread, Patrick Ford. Unread, the lighthouse of Houston. Okay, so Ken we. I, um, so I. So if I see that message and then I swipe up, I can delete it. Delete. So I double tap on delete. I'm just in the list of messages. I'm not in the message itself. So I double tap. I swiped up and click on delete. Deleted. Unread. Says deleted. Liz now, if I shake it, FBT, small biz alert, undo trash. Undo trash. So all I did was shake it, um, and now I have the option of undoing what I just put in trash or undo trash. Cancel. Cancel. Undo button. So cancel, I'm going to cancel button. it. So, so I that that's all I had to do. So and I think like Kirby said, that is a setting to set up a shake to undo. Okay, there we go. All right, thanks there, Sonia. All Hi, right, Susan. this is Marty. Uh -huh. uh, Freddie, I hope that has answered your question. All right, I heard yeah. um, Susan and then Marty. Uh, yeah, just to follow up, if, uh, if there's time, if not, uh, uh, this is for Herbie. I, was, I just went into messages from settings and I couldn't find uh, messages text messages forward forwarding or something like that so i was wondering if you could demonstrate on how to find it on the iphone or if you want to you can send me a, a personal um uh email or something explaining it if you would this is sandia all right, go ahead, Sonia. So yeah, Susan, we'll have to come back to that, and because um, we're not, we can't do the demo right now. So we still have other questions. So we will have yeah, to come back. That's why okay. I kept saying the word uh, if. But I, all I, right. I, okay. I, but I, I hope somebody helped me. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Okay. Next, somebody else. Two other people. Okay, Marty. Comments. Marty. Go ahead, um, Marty. It's an Apple Watch question. So when I um. When I restart my Apple Watch, which is usually when I let the battery drain and then charge it. And anyway, every time it restarts, um, it says uh, connect to iCloud or enter, enter, iCloud, um, enter iCloud information. So I guess it has my Apple ID, but it wants my password. So I tried that once and then it had scribble or it had um, 
I forget what the other option was. I think like keyboard. So I clicked on that and then it said use um, use keyboard on another device, which I assumed was the iPhone to enter your password. And then I went over to the iPhone and it said press press to edit or something. I never got it to work. So I just canceled out of all of it. Um, first of all, what what's the point or what does that like why does it want me to sign into iCloud um, when my watch restarts and then how do I get that password in there because I don't think we I don't think I can do it on the watch because it had a like I said had a scribble option and then the keyboard option all right who uh, might know an answer to Marty's question Oh man, did I draw a blank? I this is hurry. Oh, go ahead, hurry. Um, since nobody else is, I was hoping somebody else actually would have the answer because I've actually ran into this myself um, earlier this year, and I think just I, I went into iCloud to, like like on the watch to make sure it was synced with iCloud, and it said it was, and. It's never given me that thing since, though the feature to use my phone to unlock the watch since stopped working and I've just been too lazy to try a full reset. So um, <clears throat> I've, and, but I, and I know somebody else recently ran into this issue too. So I don't know what, if it's like it's just some fluke that's going on and. I don't think it's a fluke. I thought someone told me that the reason for that is so that if I wanted to use Apple Pay, um, it would allow me to use Apple Pay with the watch. But that's what, what confuses me is I remember setting up Apple Pay on my watch back when I set it. Oh, back. okay. So, I mean, I mean, it's been a couple of years, but I mean, what's frustrating is the only way to do it is if you know handwriting and... I don't even think I saw a keyboard option back when I got the thing because I would have at least tried that. But yeah, there is a there is a keyboard option, but it 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 told me to enter my well, password on the phone, but I could never. No, I was never able to do it. Uh, yeah, I, I've never found a way to do it either. And then my password is one of those alphanumeric ones as well. So I'm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, I haven't countered the issue before, so it's not just you. Well, it happens to me every, like I said, every time my watch restarts, ever since the latest, whatever, iOS, I mean, watch OS 6 yeah. or 7 the, or whatever. Seven. This, is, uh, this is Kenny. I had a quick question. Um, do you, uh, by chance, always have Bluetooth on your phone uh, when you turn on your watch? Um, yeah, but Bluetooth okay. has always been on my phone right. because I have... Well, well, some people turn. Well, yeah. Um, no, I never because, turn it off because I always have okay. a head. I'm always using a Bluetooth headset. Yeah. So because I know the watch is always wanting the Bluetooth connection. <laughs> okay, um, I believe Jim had a comment. I I I did, and I do have a, a question about Kindle app. So uh, I'm wondering, give Apple Accessibility a call. They might have an answer. For, they might have a solution. Yeah, for I, I can try that. Thanks. Yeah. yeah that, that might be your best bet. 
right? Apple accessibility. Yep, they're pretty good up there. All right, Jim, did you have a yeah, comment or a question? Yeah, this is regarding, has anybody purchased books from the Kindle app um, on the iPhone? Because I've done it, but I've, I've looked at the book that I wanted to get, and then I've had to go to another device to complete the uh, purchase on, say, for example, the uh, Fire tablet. And I wonder if there's another way to do it so I don't have to go from one device to the other. Thanks. The- this is Kenny. My experience with Kindle books is I've always gotten them through Safari and, and, and went that route. And then they would show up on my, my Kindle app. This, um, is, this, is, this is Suva. All right, go ahead, Suva. Oh, sorry. I didn't want to interrupt you. No, but, no you're uh, good. You're good. Um, Safari is, a, is is one of the ways. The other way that I purchase it is through the Amazon app itself. I purchase it through Amazon, and then it's the app, and then it automatically um, push it to the Kindle app. All right, you can you got two choices there, Jim: Safari or the Amazon app. That's pretty good. Yeah, that that uh, certainly wasn't always there. Um, Apple has since uh, allowed Amazon to do uh, purchasing through the, their respected apps and so forth. So Safari was the, the older method. All right, does anybody else have any suggestions for Jim? All right. Um, who else has a comment or question? All right, thank you. I appreciate it. All right, welcome, Jim. This this is Marty. All right, go ahead, Marty. Was was Susan's question about forwarding a text message? Um, her question was: she can get messages on her iPhone, but when she went to her iPad, she was able, unable <clears throat> to read any of the messages oh okay i i don't you know i I think he can sync but i don't know about that yeah right all right all righty who else has a comment or question all right go ahead ibrahim uh yeah i've looked on the ibug website a couple of times and I'm still not finding the link for the jumpstart program. I looked everywhere on it. All right. Um, I'll have to throw this to Michael or Sonia uh, about the jumpstart mentoring program on www.ibugtoday.org. Okay, hey, this is Sandia. Yep. Okay, so the quickest way to do that is it is uh, two quickest ways to navigate by by headings, Ibrahim, and then uh, you will find the mentee and mentor applications on there. So just if you go through by headings is the quickest way. All right. Okay. So it is okay. it. All right. Herbie. 
Thank you. Okay. All right. Thank you, Sonia. All right, go ahead, Herbie. You have another comment? Yeah, actually, another quick tip. If you're using a computer, and I just tested this out a second ago, if you go to the iBug Today website and then you do a find for the word jumpstart, all one word, that'll take you directly to that to section. All right, very good so, tip. So I did iBug.com. Should I be doing iBug.org? It's iBugToday.com. Okay. That's what I've been doing. If I'd you want to iBug.com, I don't know where that will take you, but it won't take you to. Yeah. Uh, iBugToday.org is their official official site. And I guess iCom goes to the same place. But so either one's going to work, basically, is what you're saying? Yep, it should, yep. Okay. All right. Who has a, another comment or question? This is Paul. All right, go ahead, Paul. Kenny, so I have, uh, I use my email quite a bit. I check it every day and I delete what I don't need. But here through uh, the uh, pandemic, I've not been out uh, working, but I get a lot of important emails from the uh, BET people. Um, there's a place where I go and I, I go to the more options and I flag everything. You know, it's, it's you can flag it red or, or blue or green or whatnot. So I've been flagging things, you know, all, all year. And then when I, I get time to go back to them, if they're important, um, I delete them. So now when I go back, every day I delete email. But I found that I've got like 500 messages that say flagged. And I'm trying to get in there. And I don't feel like flicking up 500 times. I want to clear everything at one time. But I... So you want to delete your 500 flagged emails? Flagged emails, but without flicking, I don't, I don't need to be flicking up. Right. I still like them. I still like them. The, um, I don't know if they're in a special folder or what have you. Um, this is Shelby. They, they are. Okay. All right, go ahead, Shelby. I'll let her comment. Okay. Now, uh, I'm actually, so... There is the button at the top right-hand corner that says edit. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then go to the left and it should say select all. And then to the bottom, it should say delete or, you know, uh, delete messages. Tap that. It'll pop up on the bottom saying, asking if you'd like to, to uh, delete them. And then you just say yes. You just say delete all. I'll check that out. Thank you. All right. Awesome. All right. This is Sonia. We're at the midpoint. Perfect. Oh, okay. All right. all right. Thank you, Kenny. Okay. Thank you. So, all right. So we're at the half point. Uh, just real quick. If uh, you didn't get to say hello the first time around, slipped in while we weren't looking, why don't you, could you say hello and say uh, who you are and where you're from? Hi, this is Tree from Indiana. Oh, hi there. Welcome. Hi, this hi, is this Marty. Is Marty, welcome. Kathy, welcome. This is Brad, Dallas. Brad, welcome. Linda from Mumble. Linda, welcome. Jim from PA, Central PA. Hey there, Jim. David from Houston. David. Anybody else? Beth from New Mexico. Hi there, Miss Beth. Welcome. 
Anybody else didn't get to say hi? Okay. Paul San Antonio. There you are, Paul. Welcome. <laughs> All right. Glad you're here. Anybody else? Deb from Kansas. Hi there, Deb. Welcome. Hi. Real quick, how did you hear about iBug? Real quick. Um, on Facebook. Oh, okay. Well, cool. Thank you. Glad you were joining us. And Teresa or Teresa or uh, how did you hear about iBug as well? Oh, uh, you're uh, the person from Indiana, I believe. If you're speaking, we can't hear you. So. I, I'm sorry. I've been coming in from time to time for like the last three years, but I oh. initially heard it from Kenny. You're what? You're what? I initially heard about it from Kenny. Oh, Kenny. Okay, great. Well, we're glad you're here. Glad you came back. Okay. We didn't run you off yet. Huh? <laughs> okay. All right. Well, very good. Glad to have all of you. Um, just real quick, our website is ibugtoday.org, I-B-U-G-T-O-D-A-Y.org. Uh, there you can get all the information about everything that we do. Uh, real quick, what's coming up this week? We have tomorrow, the Mac and Talk is all discuss a discussion about the Mac. Same, everything that we do is on this same Zoom conference line, so uh, you can participate in any or all of our different events. Uh, that'll be from 7 o'clock to 8.30 Central tomorrow night, hosted by Chanel. Then on Friday, we have, well, we'll come back to Friday. Saturday, we have the iBug Apple Workshop, and same time from 2 to 4 o'clock Central. We'll be talking about iBug uh, Apple News and different third-party apps. We've got some cool apps to uh, maybe work off some of those calories after the turkey day. So stay tuned for that. I uh, hope you all will come for that. And then we have, well, actually that day, we will have a new presenter, somebody that has never uh, presented with iBug. So come and support this person. We hope that you will be there. Um, and uh, then for Friday night, we have our iBug night at the virtual movies. And uh, for more information, we are going to hand it over to the iBug guy, right, Mr. McCulloch? Okay, thank you, Sandia. You're welcome. You know, before I get into our movie of the week, uh, I just wanted to uh, kind of in recognition, you know, this week being Thanksgiving week and you know, we at iBug are just very blessed and very thankful for many things. You know, we have some awesome volunteers that help us out, help facilitating, you know, these meetings that we have volunteers that uh, help do the mentoring. We have volunteers that work in the background, helping us with website and podcasts and other things like that. And, you know, most of all, we're, we're just really thankful for each and every one of you that call in every week and to all our different sessions. You know, without you, we would have no purpose. So we're just very, very glad that uh, you choose to uh, spend your time and evenings and afternoons or whatever the case may be to be a part of this. And hopefully we're all, you know, learning together. So, again, we're just really happy and thankful that uh, we can do this and off offer this, these services. 
Uh, so with that, one more thing here. It's Thanksgiving oh. Day and we're gathered round. Little children make a joyful sound. And there's no school yes. when we get to play. Oh. But we're all thankful for this day. Except for the turkey. La, 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 la. Okay. One verse is the turkey. There's a wreath of leaves on the front door, and we all say what we're thankful for. There's such good food, and there's such great fun, and there's such big smiles <sighs> on everyone except for the turkey. La 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 la. Okay. Oh my God. Thank you. All right. We won't play the other five verses. Oh, thank you. This is, there is a this God. This is Kenny. Are you going to enter that in the talent show? <laughs> <laughs> Well, if we had somebody originally sing, singing this it originally. Was that a trailer for the movie? Uh, no. No, that is not a movie okay. clue, but anyway. Okay. But that was just in honor of this week. All right. So as Sonia said, we have our Friday night virtual movie. And again, we have a pre-social that starts at 7.30 p.m., or AM, I can't remember which one. <laughs> one of those. So PM. Oh, okay. Yeah, it'd be a long pre-social. <laughs> well, you might want to do that. With you get on with the show. If you, if you don't want to go do well, you can't go Black Black Friday shopping. So you might as well joining at 7:30 a.m. this particular Friday. Will you no, stop? no. No. All right. And then the movie will start at 8 p.m. And then we will have an after movie discussion. We'd love for everybody to stick around and be a part of that too. So what is our movie for this week? I thought you'd never ask. We have some clues. And so like every week, uh, before you try to guess the title, say your name, wait to be recognized by me, and then I'll give you a chance to take a guess. So our first clue is Little girls are more sophisticated than they seem. Little girls are more sophisticated than they may seem. What does that mean exactly? This is Kenny. All right, Kenny. Is it Sunshine Girl? Oh, no. That's <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. not quite oh. it. Oh, oh, oh no. I I, I meant to say another word, not sunshine. My, my girl. I think it's my girl. Moving on. Nope. Next. Next okay. clue. Go ahead. Second, next clue. Uh, a drunk opens the path for our main character. No takers. Next. All right. I thought this was going to be an easy one. Is Brad well, here tonight? Clues. Your clues are so bad. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, I got no clue. Okay. <laughs> apparently, right. apparently so, he doesn't either. Clue number three. Okay, yes. Clue number three. We can't some, wait. Some people, well, at least <laughs> one person, thinks that our main character may be insane. Ooh. He's not the only one. Okay. All right. That's clue number three. Clue number four. This will give it away. Oh, I hope so. 
A football helmet plays a minor role. That was going to give it away? Jim from PA. All right, go ahead, Jim. So is it a story about people that mine for footballs? No, not really. Okay. This is, I hope you have another clue. Go ahead, Shelby. All right, Shelby, go ahead. Blindside. No, that's another good guess. All right, this fifth and final clue, I know we'll give it away. Okay, but remember everybody, wait to say your name. Say your name, yes. Okay. I gotta find my fifth clue, oh, there it is, okay. Oh my goodness. A, A lawyer proves our main character is who he says he is. Those lawyers, I tell you. Jim All right, Brad, I heard Brad first. Go ahead. Miracle on 42nd Street? Nope. Oh, that's... A little early for that. Nope, that's... nope, nope, Miracle that's wrong. There you go, it's yeah. Jim. Close to it. I'm not from New York, what can Street. I say? Sorry, yeah. go. So Jim wrong, got it. Wrong, wrong. subway stop. Still. Okay, go ahead, so Jim. Jim I think I'll have it. a T. What's this, Jim Lynn? All right. Okay. Yes. What do we what do we have for Jim this week? So for Jim, we have the football helmet with the iBug logo, red, white, and black. But this football helmet is like Um, none other. None like other. None like any other because it has ladybug antenna attached. So you will definitely make a statement when you are wearing the iBug helmet. There we go. So go for it, Jim. I hope you go forth and prosper. What I'd like to do is donate that prize back to the group so that it's out again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, no back. No no back. All right, we're moving on. Okay, quickly, Herbie. Well, I'm just a little bit concerned for our new member here. So, do these ladybug antennae, like, do they beam signals back to the head ladybug? Oh, maybe so. It's a he wears the helmet tracking device. Okay, yes, thank you. Okay, thank you, Mr. McCulloch, for those lovely clues. We are now entering our holiday movie season. Okay, now for the eggnog. Okay, all right, guys, thank you. Thank you, Mr. McCulloch, and hope y'all will come for that movie on Friday night, right after Thanksgiving. Okay. Okay, getting back to our regularly scheduled program. Who didn't have a um, chance? Hey, Sonia? Yes, Sonia? go ahead. Yes, go ahead, Beth. This Saturday. is Beth. Uh-huh. Well, uh, there was some noise outside my, so I didn't get to hear what you all were having Thursday night. Oh, nothing Thursday night. Thursday's Thanksgiving, and Friday is the movie The Miracle on 34th Street. Right. Okay. No, I know that, but um, I thought you said you were having something on that Thursday, something like uh, another, you said a presenter that you had never had. Oh, before. no, that'll be, oh, that'll be this Saturday, Saturday, this Saturday from two o'clock oh. to four o'clock. Okay. So, oh, yeah. Cool. At the Great. iBug Cafe or? It's the iBug Apple Workshop. Yes, spam. So definitely come oh, for do that. Do they have that every Saturday or what? No, fourth Saturday, every fourth Saturday. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, great. Okay. That's what I didn't hear. 
That's okay. Glad you, you asked. Okay. Thank you. All right. Mm -hmm. So who didn't get a chance to ask a question yet? This is your turn. Uh, lots of information covered the first half. So who would like to ask the question for the first second half? Somebody new that didn't get to have a turn. Linda. Linda, go ahead. Um, I have a follow up from a couple of weeks ago when I was having trouble with my dictation and my Siri um, uh -huh. not working unless I had my uh, Bluetooth headphones on. Yes, and yes. And uh -huh. Susan was right. All I had to do was push the button for my volume and uh, it worked. Oh, volume. Well, thank you, Susan. I think, okay, well, very good. Glad that helped. Me too. I feel so silly, but well, glad no. it worked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's that, sometimes Susan. it's the obvious things that we have to go for. So good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Who else has a question or comment? Oh, and I forgot to mention that at nine o'clock we will be doing our iToys segment. It's the fourth uh, fourth Monday, so Herbie will be talking about something fun. So stay tuned for that. Okay. So who's next? Who has a comment? Question. This is Tree. Yeah, go ahead, Tree. Hi, I have a question for a friend. Actually, um, he could dictate a message through Siri, um, but when he tried to dictate a voice message it will not let allow him to do it and he, he can't figure out you know what's going on do anybody may have any suggestion or so what might the problem be so he's able to dictate a message on siri is that right yes. but yes. then when he tries to send a voice memo uh, audio, what, message. Yeah. audio message audio. on your text through the iMessage it doesn't work through siri yes it doesn't work so I think, yeah, that's a new feature that you can send audio messages with Siri. I think that's a new feature, yes. right? And yes. does he have the latest operating system, I'm assuming? Like, yes. Because yes. that's it's an iOS 14 feature. Okay, anybody have any thoughts for Tree? Any? This is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. Um, it does matter, like the first, it makes sure you do have the latest iOS 14 because some of the early ones, the feature was buggy. But um, so like when you send an audio message with Siri, if you said this already, I don't know, but did you, do you do actually tell Siri, send an audio message to blah, blah, blah. Yes, he does. And then it just doesn't work. No, it still should, doesn't work. Because <laughs> she should just be saying, okay, recording. Right. And we have the same phone, so it, it's, it's working for me, but not for him. Huh. I wonder if there's anything to adjust in the Siri settings. I'll have to go look. This is Kenny. Go ahead, Kenny. I'm going to ask an obvious question. Um, your person that has trouble with the audio messages, do they, have they turned off their device and, and all that and turned it back on? And... Yes. Okay. So this is Sandy. I, I, I'm going to do what Herbie just said, and this is what should happen. I have actually never done this myself. So here we go. Send an audio message to Herbie. Great. Send it to Herbie. Yes. Sorry, you'll need to continue in the app. What? 
send an audio message to Kenny. Okay, recording. Hello, Kenny. This is a test. Great. Send it to Kenny. Yes. Okay. It's sent. All right. So that's how it works. So, and it sounds like you're doing everything that you need to be doing. So, anybody else have any final thoughts for Cree? Not sure about that. It's pretty weird. I mean, worst comes to worst, restart your phone. You did all those kind of basic, uh, basic resets like that. I'll make sure um, that he updated to the most recent one and maybe he hasn't yet. Yeah, I think that definitely need to be on the latest one because that's definitely an iOS 14 thing. Okay? okay. This is Kenny. Go ahead, Kenny. The latest version is 14.2. All right. There we go. Thank you, Kenny. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. Good question. And we learned how to send audio messages. Very good. All right. And I guess uh, that's actually easier than sometimes when you, I, I can't remember, because like there's between WhatsApp and this, uh, the audio message, I think for this one, you have to, you know, hold it while you, while you record, if I remember correctly. So this way you could just do this your is message. Scott. Yeah, go ahead, Scott. I was curious to know on these audio messages you send with Siri, is there a time limit? I assume there might be because Siri won't last forever. Yeah. I mean, like how, what's the maximum you can send? Okay, let's see. Well, hang on. We are getting some background noise. Everybody, please, uh, please stay on mute. All right. This is Dana. Go ahead, Dana. Um, if you're dictating with Siri, uh, I found out if you uh, pause, then Siri does. Siri does um, time limit you. Um, right. So, so, so you do have to uh, be kind of quick at what yeah. you want to say. Didn't know. I, I kind of, yeah. yeah, I kind of suspect it's very small audio clips that yeah. you're limited to. And... All right. Well, pretty right. cool. Thank you, Scott. All right. Remember, everybody, please stay on mute. We're getting background noise. Okay. All right. So who has the next question? Have to unmute yourself. And if we have to, go ahead, anybody? Everybody is muted right now. This is Marty. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Marty. Yeah, go ahead. Um, oh, um, when I'm in Zoom, and, and mostly it's when you're screen sharing or like during the iBug movie because that's louder than like conversation, is there a setting I could change? Like, because if I um, check the status bar for like uh, how much battery I have left, with, with the movie playing, I can't hear voiceover where I can hear it very faintly. 
so sometimes I have to leave um, the, the Zoom connection, you know, just to find out like my battery status and then come back in. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's it. So who would like to help Marty with that issue of being able to hear a voiceover if you're on a Zoom call? Anybody new that didn't get a chance to would like to take a stab at that one? Anybody? Go ahead, Ibrahim. What I found helps is once you're in a call on Zoom um, and you want to check battery and other stuff like that, I found um, enabling the original sound button uh, helps to do that. Once you enable that and I go back to whatever I'm doing on Zoom, I can still look at my status bar and hear voiceover. So I would give that a try. I'm okay. sorry, what's that so enabling? Enable uh, original sound, yeah. Which is under more. This is Keith. Okay, under more. Okay, thank you, Ibrahim. Okay, go ahead, Keith. Actually, uh, original sound will uh, it will cut the clipping off. Like uh, uh, Zoom has some built-in noise reduction, but uh, try uh, using audio ducking if you have not. Uh, if What's you that? turn audio ducking, what audio ducking? You can uh, set it in your rotor. And what audio ducking on does is it will uh, put any music or like this Zoom voice uh, or the Zoom, uh, it will duck that and allow voiceover to come over the top of it so you can hear voiceover. I must have that on because in other apps, like if I'm in a movie or if I'm in another app watching a movie, it will lower the sound of that movie right um so yeah. it sounds like you do have audio ducking on so if it's not working in uh the zoom app one thing you can try uh there's some apps that that i have to turn audio ducking off and then turn it back on and it will uh reinitiate but you know if it's working in others and not the zoom maybe it, it's okay. just not I would, no, yeah, no. I was wondering if there was something in Zoom settings that I could adjust. Brad. Go ahead, Brad. Oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't think it's Zoom. Check your uh, rotor and see if you've got volume because volume in the rotor will adjust the volume of voiceover speech relative to the system volume. You may or may not have, I don't know what you got it set at. You can see if you don't have volume in the rotor, you can go to accessibility and then voiceover and at the bottom well not it's not the bottom but it's somewhere towards the bottom you'll find rotor and you can add things or take things out of the rotor right i got that volume. now when you say yeah. volume i when when i my volume buttons do like forget I that them no forget that in the rotor it adjusts the volume of voiceover speech relative to the system volume oh so you, okay. you want to make sure you may i mean when i'm a lot of times i'm doing something and like when i'm on a zoom call on my phone i will turn voiceover volume down even on my my desktop i'll do the same thing because i don't want it being so loud if i need to do something it's kind of quiet in there but i understand what you're saying you're trying to check your volume while the movie's playing and the movie is is loud enough that you can't hear your voiceover. So right. you want to, of course, this is going to be hard to do if you can't hear your voiceover. 
but you want to go into the rotor, set your, see what your volume is. And you might want to do this when you're not in a movie, just so you know what's going on. Okay. Get used to it. But I'm, I'm wondering if that's not it. This is Herbie. This is. Okay, go ahead, Herbie, and then Keith. One thing I find sometimes is like voiceover will get really quiet if I'm in a call or Zoom. So what I do is I turn off voiceover and turn it back on, you know, just the standard triple click option. And that seems to make it louder. Oh, okay. Thank you, Herbie. Go ahead, Keith. I was just going to say that was great. Uh, Brad, that's usually what I have uh, audio ducking and uh, volume and actually speaking rate right there next to each other in the rotor just for those cases sometimes i turn the audio ducking on and it's still real low and and like brad says it's typically the volume that okay i'll check all that thanks all right thank you marty thank y'all okay who's next one more question new question before we get to our i toys segment Who's got a question? I know there's somebody. This is Chanel with a follow-up. Okay, go ahead. So I recorded a message to Herbie while we were doing this, and I'm sure I spoke longer than 30 seconds, but when I actually um, saw that the message was sent, it said only 15. So I wonder if 15 seconds is kind of its arbitrary cutoff. And if so, that's not that long, so. Okay, thanks Chanel, okay. All right, who's next? New questions. Uh, Ibrahim. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm wondering uh, who manages the iBug website because I've noticed several times when I go to it in Safari, uh, it would say unsecure. So I'm just wondering if anything can be done about that. Uh, yeah, we have looked into that and uh, we will try to fix that. But right now there's okay. nothing we can fix. But thank you for okay, letting just, us know. All right. Okay. All right. Who's next? This is Kenny. Go ahead, Kenny. Yeah, I was curious. Um, on the home pods, would it be better to buy the big home pod, the older one, or the newer home pod, the mini? Okay, anybody? Brad. Brad, you're really quiet, Brad. Go ahead. Oh, sorry, Brad. Depends yes, on how Brad. serious you want to be about your sound. If you if you want really good sound, you might you want the big one. The HomePod Mini is in the same league as a full size uh, Amazon A Lady device. Not the not maybe not the little dots, but the full size Pringles can looking sides one. Right. Well, the, what my understanding is actually well, I've, one, I've heard it's a little bit better than that one, but oh, well, the Will the big one have all the features of the of the? No, it, the the, the little one does not have all the features of the big one. Oh. It doesn't no, I thought have the. the this is Herbie. Well, I thought that the little one has newer features or something, or it had newer. No, it something. doesn't have the sound features of the new one. It doesn't oh. allow. It doesn't have what is it? The automatic, like when it detects its surroundings, like if it's set next to a wall, the big one figures that out because it's got the more of the array of microphones and things in it. And my understanding is the, the, the new mini does not. The new mini can e- easily be put in a, a stereo pair, but let me see, there's some other limitations on it. There's a bunch. Um, it's this, a nice little device, is, but you're not going to be able to pair it with a 
surround sound and things like that. All right, go ahead, Harvey. Um, So I know what you're talking about, Kenny, and yeah, there are a couple of features that like, you know, I don't think, for instance, unless I'm doing something wrong, the big HomePod supports the intercom mode that is on the HomePod mini. And I think there is one or two other features that may actually be on the HomePod mini that I'm not quite sure are on the big HomePod. So I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they mentioned a bunch of features on the new mini and i just want most to know of them though still exist for the main home pod you know you can still wave okay. your phone at the main home pod for instance and transfer the sound um you still have of course you know the siri access i don't know if that's any different on the mini versus the big home pod but it is excuse me limited on the bigger home pod but there are like i said the intercom mode i don't think that's on the home pod and the, the big one and I want to say there's one other thing that was unique. I thought was unique to the HomePod Mini, but it's escaping me at the moment. Brad. Okay. Uh, okay, Brad, and then we're gonna. Okay, go ahead. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if the if the Mini will allow you to serve as a, God. What's the what's what's the proper term as a hub for HomeKit? That I'm not sure about. Okay. All right. Any other? Thoughts or any observation? Anybody know any more about the difference between the mini and the and the, the regular HomePod? This is Marty. Yes, go ahead. Um, I, I would say Kenny, mostly look 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 at your sound needs because remember a lot of the stuff in these units is not hardware. You know, it's software. So I think in in terms of it's probably as updated as as the mini. Um, if the mini has the intercom features, that is only because Apple thinks that because of the price of the mini, you may, you know, you may buy several minis and put them in different rooms in your, in your house. And that's probably why they had the intercom feature on that. Okay. Very good. Okay. Well, thank you guys. So now real quick. Yes. Go ahead. Just a quick follow-up on the, uh, zoom question. Audio Duckin does not appear to work at all on the Zoom app, so I would just follow what Brad was saying with the volume. Right. Thank you, Keith. Okay. So now, as we said, uh, fourth uh, fourth Monday is the iToy segment where we talk about some type of hardware. Uh, so uh, this week, this uh, month, Herbie's going to be talking about something pretty cool that we all use and need to use. And it'll be a demo, and then we will resume questions after his demo. So it'll be about 15 minutes. So please, if you have other questions, we will be coming back to that after this presentation. So hang on, Herbie. I'm going to master mute everybody, and then we will save your questions till his demo is over. Oh, wait. Hold on. One second. Hold on, Herbie. Okay, well, you can go ahead, Herbie. I'm going to. All right. I want to. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, there we go. Now, hold on. Um, I also needed to add in co-host. Chanel's a co-host as well. She's part of the demo, so. Oh, okay, hold on. All right, hang on. 
Well, we'll just keep um, one second. All right. All right, well, I will go ahead and get started. And while the Sonia is doing her magic, and if I get muted at all, I will just uh, come back. I'll unmute and come back to you all. So, all right. So okay, tonight... hang on, Harvey. Now I can master mute everybody. One second. Okay. All right. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to this iToy segment. Just in time for Thanksgiving and Christmas. And indeed, the toy we're going to talk about tonight actually does have a Black Friday deal going on. And this is the Withings Bluetooth Thermometer for taking your temperature. Basically, it is a forehead scanner type deal. And I'm going to give you a overall description of the thermometer, and then I'm going to turn things over to Chanel, who's going to give you a demo of the thermometer and the accompanying app. So what this is, is it, um, first I'm going to describe what it looks like. So think of it as like an oval shape um, that's, you know, like you're in standard oval shape on the bottom. However, it has a flat top with a um, flat rounded top with a rubber cap on it. On one side, you've got a single button and below it is where you point to your forehead for scanning. The other side contains a battery compartment that has a very interesting magnetic battery clip that does require a little bit of fingernail work to get undone. And it takes two AAA batteries and there is no way to charge the batteries in the unit itself. So, um, however, the app will give you the battery status. What's nice about this thermometer is, um, you know, it's completely, you know, it's mostly accessible. And in a case like Chanel, my, me, where we have, you know, multiple family members, you can use the app to uh, categorize who is who, but you know what? I'm going to turn things over to uh, Chanel. Chanel, are you? Uh... Yes. Hello. And first of all, is my audio yes. coming through the proper channels? Yes, it is. You're sounding good. So perfect. Um, uh, so real quick, um, I'll go mention the price now and then we'll repeat this at the end of the demonstration. So the standard price is $99. However, starting today, it is on... Amazon for $69. There's a couple other Black Friday deals that are $10 more, but, um, and that is W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S. And I will repeat this at the end of the demonstration. Chanel? Yes, so it's the Withings Thermo Temporal Thermometer. That may not be the exact name, but yes, as Herbie said, W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S. The app that you will need, you'll actually, you may want to use a couple of their apps, but the main one is actually called Thermo, which you can find in the App Store, and that is T-H-E-R-M-O. Okay, so as Herbie said, this is a Bluetooth smart thermometer. It can also connect via Wi-Fi. What happens is to pair it, you open the app and you go to install. Well, first you have to actually create an account in the app 
and add your family members. Um, the Withings apps have had certain degrees of accessibility over the years, I've heard. The only part I was not originally able to do at first was select the gender, but when I went back through, then I was able to. And some of the buttons, you have to kind of wait for your phone to provide a description, but it does. So basically, um, you open the Thermo app, you go into settings and into install a thermometer, and we'll basically walk you through the process. David Whitbridge also gave a demo of this on his podcast. And I think what he talked about is holding down the button on the back. So you um, press the button once to turn it on and you hold it down for about 20 seconds to pair and then your phone should find it. Then you're also asked to add it to your Wi-Fi network and it tries to automatically detect which Wi-Fi you're using, which is great. But if you're using 5G, then you need to actually put in, like for us, we have a, I, I know I'm going into details, but anyway, um, the Wi-Fi part is a bit trickier, but it's still fairly easy. And then what happens is you take the measurement and the measurement syncs up to the Thermo app. It also, Withings also has a HealthMate app, which is kind of a um, hub or whatever for all of its apps and all the measurements. We may be getting a scale for Christmas, so there may be a part two of Withings uh, demonstration. So basically, as I said, I remove the cap, I'll press the button, and since this is a temporal thermometer, the temperature is taken uh, on the forehead. The directions say to go across the forehead. David Woodridge mentioned something about going up. Um, I've honestly never used one of these before. So basically it doesn't need to touch your forehead, but it can be about like half a centimeter away. And I'm not very good at judging distance. So what I do is I light, I push my hair back. I lightly touch it to my forehead where I think the middle is. And then I slightly move back. Now I'll press the button to get one vibration to turn it on. And I'll move to the right. And it made two vibrations. Okay. Now, and I will so open. Know, sorry, I just want, these vibrations are very uh, quiet, so it's hard. They to, are. That's why yes, I'm sorry, you wouldn't phone, be able to hear but. that. Now, sometimes the phone will tell you there's measurements available, but most of the time, what I would do is go into the Thermo app, and I'll unlock my phone. And let's see. Monday, November. And open Thermo. Thermo, button, settings, family members, heading. Okay, so how well can you hear the phone? You can turn it up a little bit. One new measurement, heading, there you family go. members, okay. button, Okay, so basically settings. beginning at the top, you have settings, which we'll go into in a minute. Family members, heading. And then family members. One new measurement, heading. And here it says one new measurement. And this is probably the only app I've ever used where you actually double tap on a heading to bring up the measurement. If we were to keep going to the right. Assign to button me. You have the assign to and then me, Herbie. 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 But what we actually want to do is go into the measurement. So I'm going to flip back to the left. Me, assign to one new measurement. Heading. And double tap. Assign to heading. All right, now it's saying assigned to, but I'm going to flip to the right. Cancel button today, 9.09 p.m. 
98 degrees Fahrenheit. All right. Now I could choose to select all, but since there's only one measurement, I don't even think that select all button shows. I'll double tap it. Today, 909 PM. So that way we know it's 98 the, degrees Fahrenheit. my measurement is selected. And now I'll flick right. Me? Button. And it almost sounds like it's saying a quest. I don't know what, why it does that. But anyway, I'll double tap on me. Back button. All right. And now. Notification. Calendar. So you can be reminded. You can set a, a reminder to take your temperature if you're sick. Button. Um, today. We can manually add. Now, 21, 9, 98 degrees Fahrenheit yesterday now sometimes when you go through these it'll say no fever no it's just a bit like i said this app is a bit clunky Nine, but that's okay 97 um, yesterday. so we see the history this is the history but let's go back to the settings back button, button. Um, no, i believe it will actually alert you if it, if you do have button. actually a major temperature which yes i'm sure i've not been able to test that settings. aspect of the app fortunately yeah we have not okay family member button settings so here's the settings and it kind of makes that sound as if you're on an image so that's why i know it's kind of describing our saying settings but that's what this button is done button settings heading thermometers so here's the thermometers install a thermo button and this is the button i talked about right arrow thermometer 6c this is the name of mine so if i double tap remove button mac zero mac remove. oops button. all right i'm flick i was flicking to the right but i guess it kind of took me to the middle of the screen so now i'm flicking left configure a wi-fi network so here i guess we could reconfigure wi-fi update by device update battery level 92 percent all right that's back the battery button. level and we'll hit back back thermometer 6c family add member but we can add a family member right arrow me kirby and I'm thinking going into here, we could adjust our weight and certain profile characteristics, I think. Health app. Okay, so. Learn more. Um, if you double tap on where it health says app. health app, you can turn the categories on to allow it. And for some reason, I thought I had turned the categories on a couple months ago, but I had to re-enable it yesterday to see my most recent measurement, so hopefully it stays enabled. Learn more. Right arrow. Health app. Apple Health app consolidates health data yeah, from iOS right. tutorials. HOV to take a measurement. Okay, so these tutorials, you have to press the next button in different things, and it, it'll give you the instructions, but they're, I'm sure they're really more visual. There are words, but I don't find that they're really all that descriptive at least for me because i'm never sure if i'm doing it right but i probably am so anyway they are the tutorials actually do show by default when you take the first measurement hov to scan the forehead hov to keep thermo clean about fever and its measurement fever 101 when to take action so i'm continuing to flip to the right treatment of fever about the temporal measurement tips for reliable measurements facts about fever links shop so here's their shop i think it's personally easier to go to the website um it's a bit more it's it's still convoluted though um sometimes i find it easier to see what products they have to on amazon because amazon carries all their products help yeah shop 
Okay. Cap general settings. So it's a bit convoluted, but here we have the general settings after all those tutorials and things. Temperature, degrees Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit, picker item. All right, so here's the picker item. Um, I could flick up. Fahrenheit. Or no, down. Celsius. But height, we don't want to do FT. that. Um, Pound, picker item, weight, LB, Celsius. No. Fahrenheit. There we go. We'll weight, put it back. Pound, height, FT, headings, oh. feet and inches. Picker system authorizations. And then you have system. Download your data. Emails and notifications. So that's pretty much it. Um, so it's fairly simple. Like I said, not the best layout, but it's still easy enough to get around. I suppose I could have um, gone, used heading navigation to move through here more quickly. Settings. Heading. Heading not found. Well, there was two headings yeah. yesterday. But anyway, we get the idea, I think, hopefully. Yep. So that's pretty much it. Like I said, it's an oval device. It's, you know, it, it's not tiny or anything like that. It's, I don't know, like six inches long, you know, a couple inches wide. Um, not too good with measurements. But boy, I'll tell you folks, things have come a long way. I remember back in the day when I was a kid, when I got sick, I had this metal thing, you know, shoved under my tongue that you know sat there for like you know two to three minutes and then finally it gave a result and now you can get it in seconds and if you need to uh, you know just you know share it with your doctor virtually so uh and it I does fit nicely cool. for some context it does fit nicely in a nice nightstand drawer where mine is so now i believe you connected it though first via bluetooth not wi-fi correct right it first takes you through the bluetooth i just right. followed the app and the advantage with the only reason why you might the advantage with Wi-Fi is so that way if you have multiple people using the app in your household, then um, you know theoretically the thermometers should register on the multiple devices. Whereas Bluetooth, of course, is just connected to the one device. Uh, this is Sandia. Yes. Okay. So, so do you know how? I mean, is there? Well, I don't know. Like, I don't know how many people you'd want in a family. Could you be like have like? Does it say how many people, or is there a limit, or I don't know? I think it's up to eight. Oh but wow! I'm not okay. sure. At least okay. for their other products, it is. So I would assume okay. the thermometer. And I'm going to open it up to the rest of the group here. So. Yep. And just to repeat, it's the Withings Thermotemporal Thermometer, and it is right now on sale this week for $69. Normal price, $99, and you can find it on Amazon. Okay, great. Thank you, guys. Okay, anybody have a question for Herbie or Chanel about this uh, thermos, therm, 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 thermometer? Not a thermostat, sorry. <laughs> This Long is Marty. Go ahead, Marty. Marty. Michael, can it be, can it be used um, as an independent device, say by someone who's sighted, or because I assume the device itself doesn't talk? Uh, yes, it does have a screen, but it does not talk. I was told that it does have a screen. Oh, okay. Right. Thank you, Marty. Mr. McCulloch, go ahead. I think Mark had something. Oh, okay. Mark. Yeah, Mark was here. Sorry, Mark. Um, I was just wondering if it has different, I might have missed it. Does it have different probes that come with it? When you're doing family, you don't want everybody, uh, you know, handling, especially with COVID, you know, and keeping your distance. The, the probe actually, so is very deep inside this hole. So basically you remove it and there's this round hole at what I would consider the top. 
And it, there's this funnel thing, it kind of narrows. And as it narrows down, you get closer to the probe. So the probe doesn't it's come in, oops, oh, excuse me. The probe You're does fine. not come in contact directly with someone's skin since it's just her being me using it. I gently place it on my forehead and then move it back slightly so I can kind of get the distance, but I'm sure the you I, wouldn't have to. The idea though is to ultimately, if you're, I mean, they of course had decided, you know, for a visual, the idea is not to even touch the forehead at all. Just literally wave it, you know, like right, you know, centimeter in front of the um, person's forehead and go in the direction and, so, you know, the idea is not even to really touch the forehead. Right. So. Okay, so thank you. a necessity to clean it and maintain it. Like, you, I know I've used talking thermometers of the past that have, uh, that cut work independently and, and uh, have a probe that's exchangeable and you have to clean it and that's like that. This no, this is, well, is really deep inside. Yeah, though there are instructions, as you saw when Chanel was going through the uh, different things, there are instructions on how you can clean the thermometer, which I'm sure they've updated to to include um, what to do, you know, for, you know, COVID and whatnot. Okay, great. All right. Thank you, Mark. Okay, Mr. McCulloch. Yeah, my question was, does the app uh, integrate the information with, like, the health app? Or? Yes, it should. Um like I said, it seems like I had to re-enable it yesterday, so I hope I don't have to keep doing that. But yes, it integrates into the Health app, and Withings also has another app called HealthMate that it also integrates into, along with other you know, data from your phone, and if you have any other Withings devices. So yes, it does integrate into a few places. I've heard of even other apps it could possibly work with. Okay. Oh. All right, anybody else? Kathy? Yes, Kathy, go ahead. Can you use it as a meat thermometer? <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd want to try that, but. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, that's okay. All right, anybody else? This is Herbie. I will say that, um, you know, you can't stick it in anything. You can only wave it in front of, though. I would imagine if you take a, uh, try to use measure meat that's taken out of the oven, it might be uh, going, oh, you have a fever of 300 degrees. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. You set off the yeah. alarm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it has a 101 degree thre threshold. So uh, just okay. keep that in mind if you try to use it for something else than what it perhaps was originally intended for. All right. Well, thank you, Herbie and Chanel. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Anybody else? Final question for them? And then we'll go back to our... Okay. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you. Uh, all right, pretty cool. It's a pretty good thing we can have that before Thanksgiving and screen all our guests, right? The non-existent <laughs> there you guests. Go. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you're not coming to my house. All right, that's pretty cool. I definitely think about that. Okay, who's next? This uh, is Marty. Yeah, go ahead, Marty. Can we, can we talk about other toys like related to our phones or briefly? Uh, we're going to go back to just because I think some people had questions if, if uh, we, we can talk about other toys on another iToy segment. So we'll okay. have we'll hold off on that. Thank you, though. OK, uh, that's fine. OK. Anybody else uh, have a question that didn't we didn't get to answer answer earlier? Anybody? Mm. 
if nobody else has anything. Yeah, then we can go back. Go ahead, Marty. It's fine. Um, well, I, I saw it on AT, guys, and then I went on Amazon and searched on travel power strips. So now they have these new power strips, and there's no surge feature in them because evidently cruise ships won't let you use a surge protector. But what it is now, the one I have looks like a tennis ball, and it's three USB ports on the top, and then each side has an electrical outlet. And the reason they do that is so that like if you're putting in a if you're putting in a brick in one of the electrical outlets, it would like if they had two outlets together, it would probably block one of them. So and it, it's really a cool looking device and works well. And there, there's an on off switch for the USB ports. That's um, so what is it called, Marty? Uh, well, it's called Travel Power Strip, and the, the one I have in particular is Anchor. Okay. And oh. it's it's three USB ports and three uh, outlets. Oh, right. Well, and it has a five-foot cord. Okay. Huh. Yeah. So it's nice and compact because you're traveling. Yes, yes it's, about, it's about two inches. Okay, very nice. Okay, go ahead, Herbie. Um, I wish I'd have known about this a lot sooner back in the days when I traveled, but so, like, is the strip actually, like, battery-powered, or is it just for plugging into it? No, it's a plug-in strip. It's not a battery. Okay. No, it's a plug-in strip. Okay. And I think it has, like, 12, 12 or 1,300-some watts, you know, for the outlets. And, and then I can you get, like, a surge protector for it? When you say a surge protector for it. You said it doesn't ship with a surge protector. I thought that's what I heard you say. Right. It doesn't have the surge protector like the jewels or whatever they call it. Um, it has overload protection, uh, you know, and, and, and all that and, and shut off circuitry, you know. But it, I, I understand that cruise ships do not allow you to plug surge protectors in their outlets hmm. so and 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 it also um now actually i heard royal caribbean doesn't even allow extension cords but that's oh, very interesting it's really it's really small and compact and i guess the what's that so are we going? Are we going on a cruise anytime soon? We we wanted to go on one in February, oh, but it got okay, canceled. Okay, well, I but, hope that um, you get to it, go eventually. Okay. I, uh -huh. I I guess the key thing of this is that you can kind of leave your chargers at home, right? Since it has the USB ports. Right, right. Uh, I've had uh, like some of the. I had one like a little charger, like you're describing. It was like an oval shaped thing, and it had like six little USB ports, and then you would plug that into, you know, a wall or something, you know, so you could charge your multiple Apple devices or whatever in there. But yeah, sounds cool. Well, it sounds very interesting. Thanks for sharing that. And Marty. it's about. It was about. Um, this one was about 19 bucks. Well, actually, ah. it's on sale now for 16 bucks from Amazon. Okay. Well, you know what? Now that we're talking, does anybody else have any uh, quick uh, toy second? Because I have a question for uh, another device that I need. I'm anybody. I'm just so sick of all these wires, and I know different people have different strategies. And one thing is to just go wireless, and that has not happened completely yet. So any thoughts of 
I mean, what to do with all these wires? And I've just got too many. Is this wires. Kenny? Go ahead, Kenny. I have bought Velcro uh, zip ties. Velcro zip ties. And, okay. and I'm able to take wires and bundle them up and tie them up and kind of get them out of the way. And, and um, okay. you know, once you Velcro zip tie them, then they're not going to come undone. Okay. So. That's- that's a great idea. I'm, and they're and they're reusable. And uh, I think I bought years ago a hundred pack of those and still have like, ninety five <laughs> of them wow. or something. Yeah. That sounds like a great idea. Because I know I bought something else where you pull it and then but I forgot how you uh, not release. I forgot what it was called. But okay. Well, some of these zip ties, once you pull it together, they won't release you. To right. Out. That's the thing. That's what and I so, think I got before. And okay. so and so these Velcro zip ties, you can. You run it through the little loop, you Velcro, Velcro it, shut, zip ties. Oh my God. wrap it around Man. the wire thing, and then, and then, it, oh man, it's too tight, or oh, I, I need more wire, so you can uh-huh, loosen uh-huh. it a little bit, and then uh-huh. pull your little wire out and tighten it back up, and you're good to go. Thank you so much. Uh, yes, that, that sounds like a big help. I'm just, like, no matter what I do, it's just I always end up with this big, huge mess of wires. But Okay, anybody else? Any other thoughts? Uh, this is this is marty go ahead marty so when when you're saying about wires like is are you i guess i'm assuming using a computer and you probably have yes like i have like i have my apple watch i have my ipad i have like a couple of like you know like maybe a speaker and then my you know work computer my 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 personal computer braille display i mean like there's just everything has a wire and then like a a heating pad and a lamp and you know it just goes on and on so it's like there are a lot of wires (laughs) so anyway more than you wanted to know right but can you just run the one because it sounds like some of them are are battery so can you run some of them on battery and just yeah i'm I'm bad i I leave all my stuff plugged in because i don't want anything to die when i'm in the middle of a call or something like that so so that is my sad story with the wires but this is chanel (laughs) go ahead chanel i can relate okay because i can never get those velcro things to work i wasn't sure how and then all my wires are different lengths so how are you supposed to keep them all bundled up together um and yes i leave things plugged in too because it's just easier Thank you. And then no matter what you do, they all get wound around each other and it's just horrible. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, that is the, uh, hopefully I'm going to try the zip ties. And yep. uh, yeah, th- this is Kenny. Um, you know, I'm, I've found the zip ties to be pretty good. And, um, you know, once I've um, tied them up into like, not a knot, but, you know, kind of folded them, the wire toward each other and stuff, I mean, wrapped them up, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not had to undo it. You know, it's like mm. you kind of do it once, set it and forget right here, it. This is Scott. All you have to go do ahead. is dust it off later. Okay. All right, go ahead, Scott. I found something similar. They're, they're like cable ties, I think they call them, where you basically wrap, you, when you wind up you know, the wire, a cord or a cable or something, then you you uh, wrap the tie around it and it, and it kind of, the one end goes into a looped. Uh, one end is yes. straight, and the other is kind of looped. And you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you go. To, I, I find them very helpful in, by on my TV table here on the in the trailer that I'm in. Okay. Because it, it's it's built the trailer. It's a 
to the trailer so the table is built into the wall such that the everything is in cl very close proximity right. you got your right. outlet right right just right behind the table on the wall level with the table kind of high up and it and then you you have these wires they're, they're the tv the apple tv the cable <laughs> box you know, all the cords <laughs> coming coming out uh, yes they okay. were always getting tangled up so i found them useful cable, for that cable <laughs> ties okay well very good we've got lots of different helpful hints thank you guys and uh that brings us to the end of our call so thank you kenny and thank you to everyone for calling in yeah. and uh again real quick uh tomorrow is the mac and talk if you have questions about the mac please come and join us for that and then the ibug virtual movie is the um is miracle on 34th street and then saturday is the apple workshop and of course on thursday is thanksgiving and we're so uh, thankful for all of you, as Michael said earlier, and we hope that you have a happy and blessed and safe Thanksgiving. So, good well, night. You all too. Thank you. Thank, you. Thank you. Bye. Happy holidays. Bye. Night. And I'm thankful that the turkey song is over. So, okay. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving, Bye. folks.